You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. Hello and praise the Lord. This is Charles Rodas with Everything Apostolic. Hallelujah. Well, it's so great to be with you and thank you for clicking that button to listen again to Everything Apostolic. Hey, I have uh, something awesome here for you tonight and I want you to be blessed. Now, I'm going to do a three-part series. Tonight is lesson number one in growing your faith grow your faith lesson one so there's going to be two other lessons specific to the point about growing your faith and i'm going to read one scripture tonight and this is probably the most common scripture on the subject and uh, the second and third lesson well those lessons are not as common to hear. We hear preaching about this scripture in Romans chapter 10 so much. Almost every apostolic preacher talks about it, preaches about it, mentions it, quotes it. But lessons two and three are going to be a little different. But at the same time, they're going to be very powerful and more ways to grow your faith. So Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, that's like old hat to many of us, but oh, it is so vital. It is so crucial to take a hold of this scripture and grow your faith by the hearing of the word of God, by hearing the preaching and teaching by great apostolic men. Every apostolic preacher is great. Hallelujah. Everyone that preaches this new birth message of Acts 2.38 and the one God message and holiness and separation from the world. Oh, I thank God for every one of them. And if you're listening, I thank God for you. So then faith comes by hearing. Now listen, all preaching from an apostolic preacher should build faith to some degree. Now, maybe preaching about the parables of Jesus, maybe preaching about the flood in Genesis, but in some way or another, that preaching, that teaching is going to build your faith. Now, different types of subjects are going to build your faith more. Now, what do I mean? Well, I mean exactly this. When you're listening to subjects like this, here right now when, when when the when the minister when the apostolic preacher is preaching on the subject of faith and believing god that god still does miracles and god still heals the sick and god can do anything and nothing is impossible with god when we're preaching messages in this vein it is the most faith building of all types of preaching 
Now, we can't live on just faith preaching. You know, we've got to have everything. We've got to hear messages and teachings about the oneness of God and baptism in Jesus' name, separation from the world and holy living and name it. We've got to hear it because it's all the word of God. And like I said, it all builds faith. But oh, but when we're talking about when we're talking about that that miracle that we had in our life, and we're talking about that miracle in our family, and uh, your spouse was healed, my spouse was healed, and we're talking about these things that God does. Oh, I'm telling you what. It, listen, these stories build faith. <laughs> At least they do for me. When I hear somebody testify or somebody preach about how God has done a miracle and how God healed and God brought them back from the brink of death or God brought them back from death, whatever the case may be, those stories are faith building. And so that's what I'm talking about here tonight. So then faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? When we're hearing that faith preaching, that faith teaching. Now, I can go through a lot of these examples through the New Testament specifically. Okay, that's where I'm going to focus tonight for a few minutes. But I could talk a lot about Paul. I could talk a lot about Peter. I could talk a lot about Jesus. But let me mention here the Apostle Paul in one instance. Uh, in the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul was preaching, teaching one night. I believe the scripture says it was late. He preached a long time. The Bible said it was a long, long period of time that he was preaching, teaching. I don't know. Evidently it was hours, I, I, I would uh, believe. Well, the Bible says there was a man sitting in a window. Um, evidently, you know, there was no glass, but he was sitting in that open area probably to get some air, maybe trying to stay awake. It was probably hot out and getting a little cool air coming. And he was sitting in that window and he fell asleep while Paul was preaching this long message, this long teaching. The man fell asleep and fell out of the window and hit the ground. He died. Broke his neck, he broke his back, he did something happened, but he died. The Bible says he died. Now, faith comes by hearing. Okay, so Paul was preaching something that was building faith. Okay, I don't know if he was preaching like this. No doubt he was teaching, preaching from the Old Testament because he didn't yet have the New Testament. But the Bible says he went down and prayed for that man and raised him up from the dead. Now, that's some faith preaching right there. Why? Because he confirms the word. What does he do? He confirms the word that was preached. He confirms the word that was taught with signs following. It's not a dead faith. It's a living faith. It's a vibrant faith. It's a faith that is alive. Let's go to Peter just for a moment. The apostle Peter. The Bible says in one place in the book of Acts that when he would walk down the streets, and at one point he was walking down the streets, and the people would come and they would take the sick, they would take the lame, they would take the disease and the blind, and they would lay them in the street in a certain spot because the sun was setting. Okay, it didn't say it was setting, but I'm thinking because he had a shadow. Okay, so evidently it wasn't right above him, okay, because the, the shadow would be right there at his feet. So evidently the sun was going down, and he had a long shadow, and it reached over. And so the people brought the lame and the sick and the diseased so that 
the shadow of Peter might touch them and that they might be healed. Peter was preaching faith. Peter was preaching the word of God, and it brought faith to the hearts of the people. Let me give you one quick example. Many years ago, I was invited to preach in Washington, D.C., and I was at a little small home missions work. Might have had about 10 or 15 people in that service, and they were renting a room in a church building. It wasn't the, the congr- it wasn't the sanctuary, but it was like a Sunday school room they were renting. They didn't need a big space because, again, there was a small group, and uh, they were renting that. And so I was so um, pleased to be invited and honored to be able to speak to that little group there. And I preached about faith, and I preached about healing, and I preached about miracles for a little while. And you know what? I got a, got a testimony that came back several weeks later that there was a woman in that service. And I remember the woman but she testified this. This was his, her words. This is no glory to me, nothing at all. This is glory to God. Okay, I don't want no, I don't want no glory, nothing like that. Just telling it for the glory of God. But sh- this is the way she, it was told me that when I walked by her, okay, the female trouble that she had was healed at that moment. I was preaching and I was walking around, but she said when I walked by her. Now there was no shadow in there, I don't think, but I believe that's equivalent to. So it it wasn't really me, but you know what? She she believed the word of the Lord. That's why she was healed, because she believed she had faith. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus for a few minutes. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. So Jesus was preaching and teaching. Uh, I believe he was in the temple at this point, but the Bible says there, there was a man there that had a withered hand. But you know what? He heard Jesus. He heard about the miracles. He heard about what God can do. And Jesus said to him, the man's hand was drawn up. It was withered. No doubt it was deformed. It was withdrawn. Maybe probably couldn't even stretch his arm out the way it sounded, but Jesus said to this man with the withered hand, stretch forth thine hand, stretch forth thine hand. And when the man went to attempt to do this for the possibly the first time in his life, I don't know, unless it was an injury that caused this, but for some years or maybe the first time in his life, he stretched it out. He attempted to do this. And all of a sudden with his act of faith and obedience to the master, the healer, Jesus Christ. And when he did that, all something came into his arm, his limb, his bones, his muscles, his joints, and his hand, his arm, his wrist straightened out, his fingers straightened out. Everything was made whole and he was healed by the power of that faith in the word of God. So many times Jesus said to individuals, he says, your faith has made you whole. And I want to encourage you tonight, right now, wherever you are, you're listening to this podcast. You're listening to a recording, but put your hand on your body where the pain is, or put your hand on your head 
and say in Jesus' name. That's right. It don't matter that it's a recording. God's. It doesn't have to be me live. I don't have to touch you, but God will honor your faith right now. Hallelujah. You may not have a withered hand, but you may have a bad back. You may have high blood pressure. You may have cancer. You may have high migraine headaches, but God can heal you right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Amen. I speak it to you, my friend, my brother, my sister. So then there was the centurion that came to Jesus. Oh, beautiful story, powerful story. He was a soldier and he heard heard about Jesus. Maybe he had been in the crowd when Jesus was teaching. I could believe that he was. Maybe standing off in a distance listening to Jesus. And he said one thing to Jesus. He just said, hey, speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Because Jesus offered to come to his house. But he said, no, master, I don't need you to come to my house, but speak the word only. Why? Because there's faith in the word. And this centurion knew what a command was because he was a soldier giving commands. And he, like nobody hardly, could understand a command of faith and a command to do. And when Jesus said, your servant will be healed And when that man got home, his servant was healed. Praise God. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me give you one more example of Jesus. Oh, preaching faith and hearing faith. He was in a house and uh, he was preaching. He was teaching. The, The house was packed. I don't know whose house it was, but the house was packed and all people were there. You you couldn't get any more anybody else in the house. Uh hardly. People were peering in the windows. They were the the door had people in it. There were no doubt people bent down looking through uh, between people's legs, trying to see, trying to peer in. And there was a man that uh, <clears throat> needed to be healed. He had the palsy. And you've probably heard this story and he had some friends and they had heard Jesus and they had heard about Jesus and they'd heard the stories and the miracles and the faith and what God can do because Jesus said, have faith in God, have faith in God. And that's what I'm saying to you tonight. Have faith in God. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. And they couldn't get that man in. They had him on a stretcher. They had him on a cot. And there was four men carrying this man around. And they could, what are we going to do? We can't get him. And these people are so packed. They won't let us in. Everybody's trying to see. Everybody's trying to hear. And miracles are happening. The word is going forth. And signs and miracles and wonders are taking place. The sick are being healed. The lame are walking. The deaf are, are hearing. The blind are seeing. And oh, the, the dumb now speak. And all these things are happening. And so somehow they were able to climb up and carry him up on the roof. And I don't know if there was a somehow a ladder or if there was stairs built onto the house to get up on. I, I did read one time that many of those homes in the East had stairs built on the back of the house so that the roof was always a quiet place where the, what, what they called the master of the house, the, the man of the house, he could go up there and he could meditate and pray. And so that could have been the case. That very well could have been the case. But they took that man of the palsy and they they got him up there on top of the house and they had ropes with his four friends and he's laying in that bed and he can't move and he's shaking and he can't only talk and he's just drawn up and he, he he's really in bad shape. Well, next thing you know, 
these four men, they start tearing the uh, a hole in the roof. And I could see little crumbly pieces of the, of, of the roof and the ceiling falling through to right to where Jesus is, is. And people started looking up and peering at the roof and staring and what is going on, what is going on. And Jesus knows what's going on, of course. And there's a bigger hole and a bigger hole. And the men are looking down and, and they're making it bigger and bigger. They have to make it probably five or six feet, uh, probably at least six foot long to get this cot with this man laying on it and so probably six foot long maybe several feet wide and 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 they get this man and they got ropes tied to the four corners of the cot and they begin to let him down inch by inch inch by inch and all the people are ooing and awing and what is going on and what are they doing and jesus is standing there now no doubt with a little smile <clears throat> with a little smile in the corner of his mouth and just knowing and seeing the bible said he saw their faith oh hallelujah he saw their faith and when they got down to the ground he said what what, what would you have the son of man do for thee uh and uh well you know what jesus did he forgave his sins he forgave his sins and then you know what he did after they rebuked jesus for how who can forgive sins but god only you know what he did he then told the man to take up his bed and walk Yes, he, took, he didn't even pray. He just spoke the word. There's something about that powerful spoken word. Oh, I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you tonight. Begin to speak that word. Believe God. Believe God. Amen. Amen. Like I said, don't miss lessons two and three. They're coming up here shortly. Get a hold of this. Grow your faith lesson one. That's tonight. And we will have two more lessons. Hey, I've got a very, very important message I want you to hear. It's just going to take about a minute, a minute or so. So hang on. God bless you. If you haven't heard about my book on fasting, it is titled Fasting Secrets Revealed. This is Brother Rodas. Uh, here are a few of many exciting testimonies about my book. Uh, w. Garden says, I've read numerous books on fasting, and this one is probably the best. Stephanie B. writes, excellent read, and I've read a lot of books on fasting. It was fresh content that really is inspiring. F.C. Warren writes, the last six or seven months, I've read probably eight or nine books on fasting. This book is probably one of my favorites on the subject because I feel a spirit of faith and revelation at work in this book. Simple but powerful. This book will ignite a fire in you for fasting. And one more uh, by Vivian F. I purchased this book on fasting and it's the best book I've ever read on the subject. Now, Fasting Secrets Revealed was ranked number one in Amazon Bible study. Fasting Secrets Revealed is, was featured in IBC Perspectives magazine. And Fasting Secrets Revealed is one of the most mentioned books in Apostolic Review in 2020. Now, you can get Fasting Secrets Reveal, uh, Revealed on Amazon or my website. Save a little money on my website, which is www.charlesarotis.com. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Don't forget 
to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget, more resources are available at www.charlesarodis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodis's books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.